Hi, welcome to the IMS Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Barber, and today we're speaking with Jeff Dahm about how the COVID-19 pandemic is leading to new challenges and opportunities for trial presentation and how attorneys can use trial presentation or hot seat consultants to advance their cases while remote. Jeff Dahm is an IMS thought leader and trusted trial presentation advisor to the firm's top clients. Through more than two decades of managing courtroom presentations, he's worked on more than 200 trials, as well as on over 300 hearings, arbitrations, and mock trials. Jeff specializes in presenting for complex, high-stakes litigation and at International Trade Commission hearings. His thought leadership contributions provide clients with information about how to create and manage compelling presentations in both the traditional courtroom setting and the remote hearing or video conference environment. Thanks for joining. We hope you enjoy today's episode of the IMS Insights Podcast. Welcome, Jeff. So Jeff, tell me, we're we're in a really interesting time, and you mentioned this just a couple of moments ago that so many people are in very new environments. We're having very high stakes meetings and events, but in a totally virtual environment. You were talking about other folks in the industry who have those hot seat trial presentation skills for attorneys, for clients. What should they be? I mean, are there are there things that a traditional trial presentation consultant could do right now that can help attorneys feel a little more confident, a little more pre- prepared when they're going into those virtual meetings, virtual events? Sure. Trial presentation consultants are quite familiar with the way the video conferencing software works. Call them up, have them assist you in the video conferencing platform, have them help you make sure that everything works. Schedule a a Zoom meeting with your trial presentation consultant to run through a, a program. Make sure it looks good on the other end. Hire them, send them the PowerPoint. Run the run the PowerPoint and you watch it click through so you can see what the client, what the judge is going to see, what the other opposing counsel is going to see. You know, just like in a in a war room, you do run throughs, you know, you run throughs and run throughs. The good attorneys mm. that know what it's about practice because they look effortless in court because they practice. And you should do the same thing with your consultant if you have an online hearing practice. I mean, you would need to practice in person. You're going to want to practice with an online hearing. It's very important. And so they can help you with that. Make sure that the, if you want to show something in OnCue or trial director, make sure that the documents come up right. Make sure the video looks good. If you have to show video clips in your hearing, the, the trial presentation consultant can help you edit those clips, get them together, organize them. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens in trial that's technical that doesn't actually happen in the trial, it happens before the trial. And you still have those things that are going to have to happen. And the trial presentation consultant can help you with those. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I would imagine, um, and you know, let's say we're in a virtual environment or in a virtual hearing or remote hearing, that stuff is very visible, right? Yes. If there's a glitch or something. Yeah. You got yeah. to be smooth. I mean, there's little things like when you press, when you start the PowerPoint that you have, that you don't have the, the speaker view on the screen, you have to switch. I mean, there's a seamless operation that a good trial tech is does in court and the same seamless operation can happen in the online hearing. And it's yeah. the same sort of method to keep things running smooth, just like you do in a courtroom. Very interesting. Without disclosing anything confidential, you've had a, you know, a very lengthy career, Jeff, a lot of interesting trials, um, a lot of interesting moments without disclosing anything confidential. Could you share 
maybe a moment where you would be especially proud of what you were able to contribute, you know, and the outcomes that you were able to bring? Sure, sure. So I would say, you know, I think about all of these, all of these years I've been doing this and the point in the moments that stand out. And for me, in a court, I mean, I have some pretty dramatic, crazy things that have happened, but the most effective and the most jaw-dropping moments are when you impeach a witness on the stand. And when you play a video clip that shows that they contradicted themselves on the, on the video, that is truly one of the most effective moments in a trial to win. You know, you have an expert witness up there who's very cocky, who who thinks they know everything and thinks they read their deposition and has everything right and they put their story wrong together. And as a trial presentation consultant, I have these video clips, impeachment clips lined up, ready to go. And for me, it's the most important part of my job. And I instill this in all of my trial texts is that you need to make sure you bring up that impeachment clip fast in order for the effectiveness of it. And it's crucial. If I'm up, if a witness is on the stand and they say X, and I have a video clip that says why, and my client asked for it, boom, it's got to come up in seconds to get the effective. And if you do that, you really do have the best chance of discrediting a witness you really want to. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not pleasant always, and it's a little uncomfortable at times, but, you know, it's the most effective moment in a trial, I believe. I also have a couple of random little stories of, of things that have happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, 23 years sitting in yeah. court and trials, like you've spent more time in, in courtrooms than most attorneys would have. And you've got to have some stories. Are there any moments sure. that stand out to you? There are a couple of them here. So I was involved in this case in the early, like 2001, 2002, early on in my career. It was a dog mauling in San Francisco. And there was a, a woman who was mauled. It was a terrible, terrible story. And we work with the district attorney's office to help prosecute these people that had these dogs. And so I was in the courtroom. The tri trial was on court TV. It was like a big case. And then the defense counsel gets up and she stands up and she gets on the floor and starts barking like a dog. And in the middle of the courtroom and the whole place is like crowing crazy, barking like a dog. Okay. So I do my presentation, you know, and my mother was watching at home. And I talked to her afterwards and she said, now I finally understand what you do for a living. <laughs> she hadn't, she couldn't get it before. I'm like, yeah, I go into right. court and I help display evidence. But she saw me on TV. She saw the attorney barking like a dog. And she's like, oh, I kind of get what you do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Another big moment for me was I did a trial for a Pueblo in New Mexico to try and get land back from the government under Aboriginal Indian title. It was truly amazing case. Now it was, it was incredible. And one of the witnesses was one of the medicine men from the Pueblo when he got up on the stand and he led the whole entire congregation in the, in the courtroom in a prayer. And they were all in a chanting prayer. And it was so overwhelmingly amazing and beautiful. And I couldn't believe that I got to be a part of this sitting in a federal courtroom. It was pretty amazing. And at the end of that trial, they gave me a piece of pottery that they make the Pueblo makes this pottery and it's truly one of my most prized possessions. It was just a fantastic trial. Really, I really enjoyed it. Sounds like some moments definitely stay yeah. with you. Yeah. But you know, you get, you get the, the big moments, like, you know, you get to go to some event. I said, you know, kids court sided at a game is like a, a thank you, you know, like flying on a plane. I mean, you know, you, you, you end up in these crazy moments in this job that you don't even expect. And you're like, Oh my gosh, is this really happening? 
I'm just the trial tech, but trial right. tech is a very important part of the of the of the whole process. So it's just been a it's been a great 25 years for me. Really, yeah, really. It, it sounds really interesting, and I have to say too, you I, I, you're working with really um, impressive attorneys too, right? Quite oh, a bit, yeah. and how clients certainly have to have shaped your mindset, your approach to everything. How how have what role have clients played? And how your careers developed. Yeah, so I, I started early on in my career working with a firm, um, Kecker, Van Nest, and Peters. And they were, I got in on some cases early on, and I started working with the whole firm. And just their, seeing their work ethic and their passion for their job, and they were all just dynamic people who were so effective in a courtroom and fun people, fun people to be around and so great at their jobs. And I saw this early on in my career and I was like, I want to be like this. And so I sort of modeled my work ethic and my career path based on the way that this firm has done their work, you know, and it's been really, really great experience for me working with them and also just learning so much about just the law and being in court and working in a team and working effectively in a team. I mean, these are some values that I learned from them that I really take that from every part of my life. It's been really, really great for me. So um, I've, I've, I thank them immensely for what they've done for me. That kind of mindset too makes it a little more, I mean, it, it makes it fun, right? You kind of get that back when you, when you put it into, yeah, into your work. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. We were talking a moment ago about nearly 25 years in the industry working in trials, working as a trial presentation consultant, you've seen a lot of trials. And certainly that truth makes it over to clients, to attorneys. Do you ever have clients who stop you during trial or kind of pull you to the side and want your opinion? How, how does that work? I find that the clients that ask my opinion and the clients that want to know what the trial tech thinks are the clients that tend to win. I mean, you have this invaluable resource sitting right there in the courtroom that is sat through a lot of trials. I mean, let's say, uh, I mean, I've sat through hundreds of them because I've been doing this 25 years. But, you know, even somebody who's only done it 10 years, five years, they still have more experience than most attorneys in a courtroom. You know, I wrote, a, I wrote an article a few years ago about view from the hot seat, showing what the hot seat operator, the five most important things that a hot seat operator could tell a client to win. And I tell you, I stand by those. You get so much just from sitting in a courtroom and I pay attention. I mean, I follow the cases. I mean, you have to, if you're going to be helping bringing up evidence, because when they turn around and say, can you bring up the statute? They don't always say exhibit 55. You have to know what the statute is. So, you know, they do ask my opinion and I give my opinion quite candidly whenever I'm asked, because, you know, it doesn't help anybody to to not tell the truth in these situations. So I just tell it like it is, say, you're not going to win that argument. You need to try this different. And they really do appreciate it. And, and, and then a, a few clients, it turns into like a half an hour session at the end of every single day of court. Okay, Jeff, what about this attorney? What about this client? What about this witness? What, what happened here? What do you think with this judge? What about this ruling? And I give my opinion and trust me, I have one. You know, you like a debrief. For, yes, exactly. You sit yeah. in court 25 years, you know, you have an opinion on everything that happens in that courtroom. It tends to run, cases tend to run similar, even though the details are different, but the cases generally run at the same flow, a civil yeah. case. So 
I can help with that. I help with the flow. I help with the cadence. I help with the, with the message and making sure you're getting a clue, a clean, simple, effective message to the jury. And that's how you win. Right. Which, yeah. Great way to boil it down to the fundamentals too. You know, that's an interesting segue here because there are attorneys who feel that they've kind of got the bases covered, that they have a paralegal who's really talented, who may be able to be the hot seat operator at their trial. Is that an effective strategy most of the time from, from what you've seen? No. Well, I shouldn't say no overall because if you have a case that has 50 exhibits, small case, not much going on in the case, a two or three day case, and you don't have any depot, I don't see any reason why, uh, why a, a good paralegal that you trust could run the show. Those are not the cases for trial presentation consultants as much. You have a big case, you have a heavy load, you have a lot of video depositions, you know, you have, you have multiple things to handle, then you're going to want to have a trial presentation consultant in there because your paralegal is going to have a lot to do too in a heavy evidence case. You know, they're going to have a lot of copying, a lot of binders, a lot of, you know, things to submit to the court. I mean, filings. I mean, there's just so much for the paralegal to do. And you can also, you know, the, 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 the trial presentation consultant becomes a part of your team. So there's just another person that goes in the whole collective group. And if the case can afford it, you should always do it because you will find at the end of it that you were like, wow, that was amazing. Cause you have this sort of this like uh, nirvana that happens in court when you call out exhibits and they come on the screen. I've heard clients talk about this nirvana and they say, it's like you're reading my mind, but that's just a good trial tech doing the good job in the courtroom. So, and a paralegal is focused on being a paralegal. All we're focused on is bringing the stuff up in court and bringing it up fast and effectively. And that is hard to do. may seem easy, but it's not. Yeah. And I was going to say, it sounds like there's a level of you know, kind of perspective and expertise that comes to that you cannot put that kind of responsibility on a paralegal to have bring all of that depth of experience of being in, like you said, you have hundreds of trials. Um, yeah. That perspective adds a level of what should really build the confidence in the client to be able to, to trust, to, to be able to say, okay, I'm going to focus on the strategy. I'm going to focus on telling that story and then lean on the expertise and the perspective of, of Jeff or my trial presentation consultant who's here with me. Yeah, it is a luxury. At, I mean, it can be a luxury if you don't have the, the, the means. Uh, but if you do have the means, it's a necessity because yeah. it makes your case run smoother and you, everything that gets on that screen, I mean, just think about this. Every single thing you put on the screen is so important. It is so important to the, to the end result of the case, what goes on that screen. And someone who has the experience to put it on the screen in an effective manner is going to make you win your case. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, not always, but it does, it definitely helps. You know, the, if, if jurors can see the way it looks and it looks pretty and it looks good and it's easy to, to, to adopt, they're going to adopt it. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you too, you know, we're, we're starting to see some courts reopening, but even in, in businesses reopening and some restrictions kind of easing um, related to the pandemic, but but even with a lot of restrictions lifting and some courts starting to move forward with physical, um, physical schedules, we're going to have people who aren't able to travel. So when we think about witnesses, you know, we're going to see witnesses unable to travel. How do you think courts are going to handle that? And what advice would you have for attorneys right now? Sure. 
So I've dealt with this issue for years. I've dealt with it at least a few times a year for years. And so what happens is you have a witness who can't travel and they, they want to remotely testify. And then so they call me and they say, how can we have a witness testify remote? So I, I go through a whole thing explaining how we can put, have a camera where they're at. You have a camera in the courtroom. You have a, you, you would put the signal into a projector in the courtroom. You can display the, the person live and you can put documents next to it. So I have figured out logistics to get this done. And then almost every single time when they propose it to the judge, the judge says, no, they have to testify. They have to come or you play a deposition. That's going to change. So now all this preparation mm -hmm. that I have done over the years to figure out how to get a live feed in the courtroom and how to show exhibits while it's going on the screen, all that work is done. I have right. it ready to go. So if a client calls me and they need to have a, te a, a witness testify remote, we are ready to go. Yeah, definitely interesting. It, it um, certainly makes you wonder how much of the kind of the historical cultural hesitance we've had about yeah. virtual and you know virtual versus in person um, that we're I think COVID, um, if nothing else, may be wearing some of that down. And and with all the testing I've done with all the software, I've tested on queue, I've tested trial director, I've tested PowerPoint, I've tested anything you would want to just use to display in a courtroom, and it all works online. It all works in a virtual hearing, and you should be using it because. The case is just as important, even though you're not there. You know, we can have a witness testifying remote. I mean, there's really no limits. I don't think at this point, with all of our years of using video conferencing software in my industry, and then now we have to apply it to trial tech and trial presentation, bring it on because yep. we are ready to go. Yep. Very interesting, Jeff. It's exciting too. It's really <laughs> exciting for me too, because it's like, you know, I have such a passion for trial presentation. And then to be able to do it in a new method and a new platform in a new way is just so exciting because it's like, I feel very comfortable online and I know my techs do too, feel very comfortable in a Zoom meeting or a Skype call. I can share screen, switch back and forth. I mean, you know, it's, it's not hard for me because that's what I've done in a courtroom for 25 years. So right. I'm really excited to be able to do all of this stuff and I'm sitting at home now. It's just, it's great for me. So, you know, you just got to have people realize that it is as important as it was. Yeah, and reach out for help, right? Yeah, because I out. think, you know, not everyone has shares your sense of comfort with it. And I think no. that it, um, it's just kind of interesting to make those connections that I think there are, you know, attorneys who could use some help right now just to get that Definitely. confidence in this weird new normal of uh, the know. remote world. So, so Jeff, it's been really interesting having you on today. Wonderful yeah. to hear your, your really interesting perspective about the, the current situation and, and also just learn a little bit more about what you're bringing to the table and your background. Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Teresa. Yeah, this has been really fascinating. I just love explaining, you know, how trial presentation works and what we can do. And it's just, you know, as I said, it's my passion and I just enjoy talking about it so I could talk about it with you for another couple of hours. It's just, you know, but. Well, we may take you up on that, Jeff. So we'll, <laughs> okay. we'll have you back sometime soon. Great. So thank you. Really appreciate right. you. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks again to Jeff Dahm for speaking with us today and special thanks to you for joining in and listening. At IMS, we're trusted to deliver consultative trial and expert services for the most influential global firms. It's been our privilege to serve our clients on more than 20,000 cases and over 1,000 trials and to connect you with the sharpest subject matter experts and meaningful insights on important matters. If you have a topic you'd like to hear more about, email our editorial team at editor at expertservices.com. 
Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and join us next time on IMS Insights. Thanks again.